I gotta give a shout out my boy Anthony. I don't even know if he's gonna be seeing this because he might be too big time now. But Apple TV decided that there's only gonna be one single transition of the fan shots, and for some reason Anthony is the only one in there. But I got some beef with Apple TV because I got robbed. I should have been there because if you look at that image, I am just to the right of that photo, but they decided to completely cut me out of it. But it's fine, it's fine, it's whatever. They don't wanna see your boy shine, that's how it is. We also saw Daniel start over JT. I kinda of suspected this, like if you're gonna sign a whole new goalkeeper, I get we trade away Superman, which still is super sad. Superman's super sad. Uh, we had Emi Ochoa though, it looks like we're trying to grow him and he was gonna be a future for the club. And I guess maybe you want to give him some more game time with Quakes too. But if you're going to sign a whole new goalkeeper and it looks like one that had been playing a lot, he kind of figured he was going to start over JT. So I'm not too shocked by that decision. A lot of new faces. Let's see. I think it was Trauco. He played a little bit. But Acapo, uh, Mensa, Grezo, and Baldismo, all those names I just butchered, all, deci all decided, all got to play today. So that was really cool getting to see all these new faces and seeing how they can help the squad moving forward. If you want to know more about like off-season highlights and what went on, you can check out the Aftershock video where I talk more in depth about the whole off-season as a progress. And moving forward, I don't know how we're gonna do the Aftershock because I usually screen record it and Apple TV has blocked any sort of recording. So it may move to just photos, but a lot of the fun of it is getting to record the videos. So we'll see how that is moving forward. Let's start with <laughs> Paul Marie's side. Paul Marie was hustling, he was running up and down, but his side was getting abused and they were just going through it every time. Every meaningful attack came from there or the other problem back post we weren't really watching the back post and there were a few things with the defense that were really lacking counterattacks, which in my video if you watch on getting to know Luchi Gonzalez is something that the FC Dallas fans also saw that they struggle with dealing with counterattacks. so that's something we're gonna have to watch with and then the back line was kind of ball watching on it so the negative balls as well so just kind of keeping your head on swivel and getting to know each other and a little bit more organization even though the organization was great today that's a little bit of a negative another negative silly penalty to get away we got so lucky again Paul Marie hand out silly it's whatever happens but absolute silly penalty to get away we got really lucky that that didn't go in individually backline was phenomenal we'll talk about that later but ooh, as a squad you could tell they haven't played together but that i'm not really too worried about that you're not going to find it out in the first five minutes you're going to take some time to get used to each other so that's not too big of a deal and the big one i don't even think i really gotta say it i think we're all just waiting for me to say it is we gotta finish out games it's the 93rd and 97th minute we can see the equalizer and then a late goal to lose absolutely sucks especially because we were dominant for the whole first half and then it, they had a little bit more of the second half but really really bad away finish so we got to figure a way to finish on the games kate cal's first touch uh yeah is a little is a little heavy this game i thought he was really dominant when he got the ball and he was able to get around him it was a handful for defenders but again learning to pick the right moments figuring out new system new coach i think lucci could really help him but he's gonna have to sit individually with kate but God, the second, the, his touch in the second half, it was, it was a little rough. The final pass in the final third was killing me. It was, there was always just one more ball. If we played it, it would have been there. And that's how we got our first goal. Espinosa could have shot that one, but he just played it across. Actually, Espinosa usually just hits it as hard as possible. It might've been a shot, but he plays across and Jamal makes a great run and he's there. There's so many times someone was making a good run or the out wide player was there and it was a three V five. It's, oh, uh, but you know, you gotta shoot your shot. So I'm at least glad we were trying to go for goal, but I feel so many times there was just one more pass in the final third. Well, it didn't even have to be directly for a goal, but once we got there, it seemed a little bit more selfish. So trying to work on that, I guess. But overall, it was so good. It was only a few times. And then forcing the long ball to get to the final third, that was also frustrating because I feel like we were doing so many passing plays, moving around, little tiki-taka, especially for the back line. It was a little scary time. 
But then we would see someone in the midfield and then we'd see our fast forwards up top. And I'm fine playing a ball at the top, especially because I think Espinosa going 1v1, that's his best attribute. Cade Cal, we know what a speed demon he is. But there's times where we can play it, hold up the play, move forward. And we did it at times, but I feel like so many times in that first half, especially at the beginning of the game, we were just sending it long and then we were losing it. So that was a little frustrating. And then for the two goals, like, we, it's tough. Someone should have stepped. We were all in the box. Someone should be on top of the box. It's, it's so hindsight's 2020. Someone should have stepped a little bit more. I believe it was either a couple or, no, he wasn't in yet. I think Trauco. He was stepping. He kind of goes like this. I'm, I don't blame him for that, but you need to step harder. And then the goal itself was a banger. It's a bar down. Max Fleck being Daniel to get that. I don't care about the hole. He should have gone higher. It, it was a banger. That was an unbelievable goal. And then for the second one, just not giving away silly fouls at the end of the game, seeing that there were defenders in front of it. You don't have to press as hard. So that's super frustrating. And then just a world-class free kick. Keeper got a hand to it. Tough. It had pace on it. So I can't really blame the keeper for the goals, but just little silly things like that. Finishing out games. And now for the positives. We opened and from pretty much the whole game had some serious intensity and some great organization. I love the passion. I absolutely love that there's a new coach and he's bringing this, it seems like a mindset into the players. I hope it keeps going. My only concern with that is this was really high intensity, especially for the three midfielders who did a phenomenal job of tracking out wide, tracking back, going up. All three of them, especially Grezo, who was kind of holding down the center. So my concern is, especially when they were playing on turf, how they're going to hold this up for 70, 60 minutes and then do that for an entire season. Especially because we saw that with the injuries of Nico Chakaris and Yudsen, that there was a serious drop-off in the midfield. I love Jack's game. Baldismo, it was cool to see him. He still looks like he needs to fit in a little bit. But those three really felt like they should have been out there. So I'm trying to figure out how we're going to deal with that for the season. It's going to be a struggle. But oh my goodness, the pressure, the team pressing, the talking, the finding of the areas, the triggers. If you don't know what triggers are, it's pretty much like you'll stay in the spot and you're keeping that mid-block occupied because you want to plug up the middle and then once they get into your area that's when you step and the others collapse in and that organization was phenomenal from the earthquake something i hadn't seen so in this little of time that lucy's had with them he's done a phenomenal job with them Rodriguez and mensa were phenomenal they were rocks in the back but individually i thought when the ball was coming towards them or they had to deal with something they were experienced they're pros they were top of the top and nothing was really gained by them but when it came to moving together organizing they did a good job of talking and swiveling, but moving with each other and then playing off each other, it wasn't there yet, and I'm not expecting it to be for another few games. They just started playing with each other. Mensa literally just signed with the club. He didn't even get the preseason with the guys. Maybe 45 minutes. It's gonna take some time, but it was it, it was incredible seeing them move together. And the back line as a whole just needs to learn each other a little bit more, but very, very promising for the future. Jackson you the captain looked great today. He looked confident. He had better players in the midfield to work around. And I think that boosted him and he looked more free and he was looking to go forward. And that was the biggest thing that I was happy about churning. He did a little like flick over the defender, chest it, went around. He was doing skill moves out there. Jacks looked great going forward and moving forward. And that's the Jackson Yule we love to see where he gets to be a little bit more offensively free and doesn't have to worry about too much on defense. One or two times he fell asleep like we saw last season, but overall, Phenomenal performance from the captain. What a goal by Jeremy Abobasi. Jabo made a phenomenal run. Credit to Christian Espinosa too for running down the line. Rodriguez made a phenomenal run to get the ball there. Played him like a Chavi Alonso ball over the top to him. Takes a great touch by Espinosa, brings it down the line, hits it hard per usual. Jabo makes a great diagonal run behind the defender, catches him late, open space, heads it in. Absolutely great play 11 minutes in too. Wish we could have gotten down the line. It's a great way to start. Gotta give up to Luchi Gonzalez. I know people are gonna be mad because we lost the game. The subs were phenomenal. I thought 
people were looking tired and then he would immediately sub them after. I think he gave them one or two shots and then it was a time to go. I thought he made the right subs at the right times. And honestly, I thought the most impressive thing was that switch to the 4-5-1 as well. Now, obviously, that's what kind of invited a lot of the pressure. And I think that's more of the players stepping back and we could have stepped up a little more. But that 4-5-1, to have players on the field and then immediately switch to new tactics and whatever, and everyone is in sync, that shows that they've been studying tactics. They've been studying formations. They have different game plans. And the coaching staff is really trying to develop a culture here, which I love. That 4-5-1 was phenomenal, too, because you have one up here, and you have, I don't even know if this is going to show up on camera, the five, and they stayed really tight together, and they're just holding that center so that no lines can be broken. And then this now, this one is an offensive player. He's coming in. One of these guys would step, and the other four would close in immediately. Sometimes J-Bo would go into that fifth spot so that there always was a thing. People were just moving like this and closing each other. It was so well organized, and to do that in a little bit of time, and while subs are coming on, while you already played in a new thing, that was phenomenal for me. That That's not positive. That is a beyond positive. That is, I love that. Trauku, whew, that, that, man, that man at left back was phenomenal. He gave up one silly foul, but other than that, winning every single far post ball that was going his way, stopping guys that were going in, forcing him out wide, running him into the other center back. This man had a phenomenal game. I couldn't believe I was seeing, there's nothing good I, I, more I could say. He was a rock. He was unstoppable. It was phenomenal to watch. Absolute phenomenal game. The unsung moment of the game. I still think it was the switching to the 4-5-1. I get that invite all the pressure and that's what brought it in. But just the way that we were able to change into those tactics and adapt like, like that and with new players and the old players that were already on there shows a cohesion and a willingness from San Jose and shows we do have a squad. And again, we played so well today. That's why I'm not really mad about this a lot. I'm, it sucks. But I think it's gonna take seven, eight games. I know we say that every time, but it is a new coach, it's a new staff. So it's gonna be phenomenal to see it. It's gonna take some time, but we're gonna get there and I'm so looking forward to this home opener. Now for the unsung player of the match, Trauku. That, I, I'm butchering the name, so that also sucks, but man was an absolute rock in the back. Forced everything to go over to Paul Marie's side, which sucks for Paul Marie. But Kate Cal wasn't coming back as much as Espinosa was, so Trauku was by himself a lot of time. Now don't get me wrong, Kate was tracking back a lot and the midfielders were doing a phenomenal job game wide, but Trauku was handling so many things and then the back post was open so many times, he would shift over, get there, Absolute phenomenal game from him. My unsung hero of the match. Let's move on to some fan questions. All right, this first one comes from El Velasquez. It's not even really a question. He just says, no question, just sadness. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan Laura then says, missed you. I miss you too, bro. I can't wait. I'll be at the home opener. Hope to see you there. Uh, but uh, this team looks solid, but I uh, just need two or three games to settle in. Thoughts? I think it's going to take more than two or three. Uh... I like to say seven or eight, which is so many and it sucks. But yeah, no, we looked really good. That first half, we dominated. Absolutely dominated. Second half, they came out strong for five, 10 minutes, made some subs, it was good. We felt good about it. We changed to a different formation. We, it was good and it was holding them off, provided too much pressure. And then they have a World Cup winner on their squad that pops off, right? Uh, DJ Romero asked, thoughts on the fault line drummer, DJ Romero? Mm, he's all right, I guess. If you've never been to a game and you're wondering what that great atmosphere is, it's uh, my boy DJ, so be sure to shout him out. Uh, Michael B. Pastor asked, is it just well to blame the loss on Daniel? Will he start next game? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I, that first goal especially, like, there's, how are you going to save that? And a free kick, he got a hand on it. Positioning was, His positioning was really good on other set pieces. That's something I forgot to mention earlier. So I'm not really too mad he didn't get to that one. And 97, it, we shouldn't have given away the foul. 
So, no, I don't blame him on that. I, he probably will start next game, but I wouldn't be shocked if Lucci's going to switch him and JT and just see who pops off first. Venom36 asks, I don't know, bro. He plays very well. Can we force uh, Almada Tiago to get transferred to, or something? Yeah, no, I, I mean, just a step above. There's a reason he got picked for the World Cup squad, even though he didn't really play with Argentina that much. When you're training the Lionel Messi and all these other people, you're a bit of quality, right? So, man showed us up. Yeah, it's off to him. Michael Martinez then asked, why do we lose? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, a lot of Earthquakes fans ask that quite a bit. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything, even though I have a podcast and I've been talking for like 20 minutes about why I think everything happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's tough. We just gave away some silly foul. We gave away a silly foul and then just didn't mark properly. But again, dominant game, just fell asleep for two and they capitalized on it. That's a big thing. They capitalized on it because they weren't capitalizing on a lot of chances. So we got hats off to them. Is football life for me? Ask, what's your highlight of the game? For me, again, it's that 4-5-1 switch. It shows that we have different tactics. It shows that we're all thinking. It shows that we have a system and that we're willing to be flexible with it and switch with it. And that we have high game IQ, which is something I feel like we were lacking in previous years. We're like, oh, we got the players. So we just, feels like we're so dumb sometimes. <laughs> so again, phenomenal game. And I like what we're seeing. We just gotta move forward. Uh, Port Kev asks, what will it take for the defense to hold a lead? I... I think just learning how to do it. We have a lot of guys that just haven't learned how to do it and we've blown a lot of leads. So I think it's just building that culture of doing it, not panicking and playing in that defensive system, but not inviting all the shots. So it's just unlucky. We'll see how it goes. I can't say it's unlucky, even though I just said it's unlucky. I can't say it's unlucky or lucky because we haven't seen how this system and this group of players and this coaching staff is going to be. But I know as Earthquakes fans, we have a lot of PTSD. So it's just moving forward and believing in the process. Trust the process again. All right. And then I'm not gonna pronounce this right, but ooh, Betley, but sorry. Uh, but thank you for the question. Uh, asked thoughts on Cade's second half performance. I just thought we couldn't get him going. I thought they started to see a lot of the ball in the second half, and we weren't getting his main counters and whatever. And Cade just again the touch was a little heavy at moments. I think the sub for Benji was good. Maybe even could have come like five minutes earlier, but he gave him a shot. Um, kids raw, kids young still has a lot to prove. He lit it up with the national team. I don't think he had a bad game per se, and I know I'm saying. He had a heavy touch, but it was just in a few moments. I don't think his touch was terrible every single time. So I think subs came at the right time. And Benji's really good. So good to get the different rotations in.